0: I'm Aaron, and I'm Nate and today we're going to be interviewing Will Barker, CEO of Mint Innovation up in Auckland and then asking him what they're going to do in the future. Mint Innovation is a new organisation that have recently opened up biorefineries where they take old ear waste, shred it up and extract the precious materials. Yes, Will will be joining us soon.
1: Hi, nice to meet you both, I'm Will.
0: Do you mind telling us some background information we might want to know about yourself and then we can jump into the question?
1: Sure. So I am, as you can probably tell, I'm English. I came to New Zealand 20 odd years ago. I'm a chemist originally and been working in what, what's called kind of good for the world, clean tech, climate tech type startup companies for about, I don't know, 15 odd years using like chemistry and my business skills to, to, to help grow companies. I was previously with another very successful New Zealand company called Lanzatec for seven-ish years, and when they exited New Zealand, I took the opportunity to step out and and found Mint, and that's what I've been doing for uh, the six-odd years.
0: Nice. Yeah, thank you for that. How about we move over to the main question? What is your overall goal for Mint and what are the plans for the future?
1: Sure, and I look and the overall gold for uh, mint is creating truly, truly global impact. We've developed a, a low carbon technology for recovering valuable metals from feedstocks, including in the first instance electronic waste, but potentially other, other waste materials as well. The current challenge with, with things like gold and other metals is that when you dig them out of the ground, it has a huge carbon and environmental footprint. So within the, within the earth's crust, even the most concentrated reserves of gold are literally parts per million. So you might find a gram of gold, in a ton of rock and to get that gold out, you have to use uh, explosives, then you need to truck it out of the ground. Then you need to use a cyanide solution in order to get the gold out. And all of that has a massive, a massive CO2 footprint and a massive environmental footprint. So we developed a, a really low cost, low carbon process for recovering valuable metals from waste streams. So in the first instance, as I say, e-waste and, and, and recover it, basically recycling it in a very low carbon way. But the real, kind of the, the real challenge that we're solving is at the moment e-waste is, is created everywhere. There are everywhere people live. So it's, it's produced in urban environments and e-waste ends up going into landfill where it's, it's all the metals leach out, leach into the waterways and create no end of environmental problems. So instead of going there, we're building plants in every city. So rather than going to Lantau, the e waste can come to us, we'll recover the metals, and then we end up with a bunch of local metals, gold, copper, palladium, tin, lithium, cobalt, those sorts of things. And we can return them directly back into the local, local economy.
0: Okay. Speaking of like your vision of having biorefiners in every major city, like when are you kind of starting that?
1: Uh, starting now. So we've, we've built our first, first refinery in Sydney and uh, that's been, is currently being commissioned uh, and uh, will be operational basically by the beginning of next year. And uh, we're currently raising capital in order to build the next plant and the next plant and the next plant. So the one after this should be, should be in the UK and, uh, and that's, uh, the planning is underway for that one. But our, our kind of the, the reason we're raising capital is to be able to build multiple plants in parallel, so then look to building plants across Europe, across the US, and across, and across Asia.
0: How long do you think that, that might take?
1: I may mean, say it's, it's, a, it's a never-ending process. We'll be building plants until I'm dead, but but, but look, rolling. In, what we're trying to do now, we, we recognize we've got a, a, a truly impactful, globally impactful technology. So it's important to, to get it out there and make it available quickly. Quick. There's obviously a climate emergency and, uh, and our technology is one of many, many, many different technologies that can play a small part in, uh, in addressing those significant problems. So we're, we're, we're keen to, to, to get our technology out there quickly and, and you know, deploy plants Deploy deploy ten plants by the end of the decade, or de- de- deploy twenty plants by the end of this decade.
0: That's... Uh, um, do you have any potential like competition at the moment in this business? Or is it just you guys? Well, so
1: at the moment, at the moment, e-waste is is kind of broken down into value fractions, and, uh, and everybody, a lot of people know that there's uh, important and valuable metals on circuit boards. That the only way to currently monetize the, uh, those metals from circuit boards is by exporting them to giant copper smelters. And there's a handful of these things around the world. That aren't The nearest one to here is in, is in Japan. And so in New Zealand, across Australia, we're literally filling containers full of, full of trash and shipping it halfway across the world. In order to extract small amounts of gold, which is, you know, has a massive carbon footprint in itself. So a terrible thing to do. Then you consider a, a smelter is a super high energy process. So again, massive carbon footprint produces a lot of nasties, so a massive environmental footprint. So our, our competitors are just nasty, not good for the planet and, uh, and, and you know, not convenient to transact with.
0: Now, since you have started your bio has anyone like, caught on to using microorganisms? Or is that still kind of yours? Within? It's
1: still kind of ours. We are a... We, we, every time we develop new processes, we, we send them to file patents and then file them globally. So it will be difficult for others to follow in our footsteps. But the use of, of microbes and biological material... It's definitely recognized as that as a clever way to do this. So I'm sure people will try and steal it from us, but we'll make that as difficult as we possibly can.
0: Like, who do you think, what countries do you think are more likely to start, like, copying you?
1: Yeah, a good question. So we are deliberately deploying our, our plants in the first instance across more jurisdictions where IP intellectual property is more rigorously protected. Um, so across Europe, across the US, there's a lot of respect for, for IP. And, and it's, and it's, and, and it will be very difficult to steal it. Traditionally, China, for example, has had a pretty bad reputation for copying and, uh, and not respecting IP. That is definitely getting better, but. But from a strategy perspective, we will be, we'll be entering China slightly later than those other markets just because the risk is higher. Yep. Do
0: you know if microorganisms can eat anything else than valuable metals or as it just does?
1: Yeah, they do all sorts, microbes. And, uh, and so the previous company I used to work for, that's that's that, that company Landsat tech was the microbes used to eat carbon monoxide and produce ethanol some microorganisms uh, like nickel some of them like zinc some of them, some of them like lithium so there's a whole range of applications but microorganisms are super super clever and 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 you know you basically if you've got an idea to uh, to clean up a waste stream or, or to extract something valuable from a waste stream definitely the first place to look is microorganisms.
0: You know, how you guys like recycle circuit boards and stuff. Do You like do anything with batteries?
1: That's a, yeah. Ten dollars. You know, we're developing at the moment. So when you think about a laptop or a cell phone. It contains you kind of got the plastic or, or you got a casing that can be recycled. You got the steel frame that can be recycled. Circuit board, we're recycling that ourselves, and then they've got the battery. The battery is a lithium cobalt battery, but it's hugely problematic because once you've got these end-of-life products, they're actually really, really unstable. And there's a lot of recyclers who collect batteries, and because they're unstable, they set fire to their warehouses, they end up kind of burning places down. Um, so we've developed a, a kind of a follow-up technology, one that's following our circuit board technology that is able to recover the lithium and cobalt from, um, from yeah, laptop batteries, from cell phone batteries. And we're currently scaling that. We're going through the same process, taking it from test tube through pilot phase up to full commercial phase over the next couple of years.
0: How big are you planning on having these biorefineries in, the, in like Europe?
1: Yeah. So, so what we're trying to do is, is minimize the distance that these waste materials are having to be shipped because shipping waste around the world is a terrible thing to do It has a massive environmental and, and carbon footprint. So what we're looking to do is build build plants that are done a, uh, you know specifically bespoke design for a particular city and uh, and is able to address that whole city's waste stream. So they'll all be similar sort of signs to to our Sydney plant, which slides into an existing warehouse, and and, and yeah, it, it looks, it feels, you know it looks and feels almost the same. Thank you
0: so much for joining us today. It will really benefit us and hopefully spread awareness.
1: No, that's fantastic. Great job, guys. Really, really love what you're doing.
0: Yeah, thank you. Thanks.
1: Awesome. You have a great day. Enjoy your weekend.
0: You too. You too.
1: Bye. So that was great. Today we learned
0: about what Will will be doing in the future with his biorefineries and the huge impact he will make. Thank you. Bye.